0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Macabre Masters. As always, I am your loyal servant, Pope, and I'm hanging out today not with my awesome partners, Beth and Nick, for they are with their families celebrating the wonderful holiday season. Today is December 25th, 2022.
1: It's crumble.
0: It's crumble. It's crisis. It's criminal. It's one of those things. I don't know what it is, but it it's is. Smooth criminal. It's smooth criminal. Now, uh, you do notice, of course, probably, that I am accompanied by somebody. And that is actually my lovely wife, Tatiana, better known as Devil's Milk, who decided that she was going to get the Christmas spirit in an interesting way. um, (laughs) That's by taking an edible. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And so she's a little bit blazed. Now, I was going to... (coughs) I was going to uh actually take a shot or two of fireball i don't drink anymore but i decided against it so i could be clear-headed for this recording so with that said um tatiana how are you doing today
1: i am doing great how are you doing
0: i'm doing pretty good uh it's been a pretty good crumble so far
1: (laughs) yeah it's not bad we made crepes this morning and they were pretty dang good
0: I made homemade icing, guys, for the first time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was legit sauce.
1: I made the crepes. He made the icing. And it's not like... What's really good about homemade icing is it doesn't taste like that super fake crap that has the bad aftertaste.
0: Like like you would get in like Pillsbury cinnamon rolls or something like that?
1: No, no, no. Like, that's okay. More like the um, really cheap cupcakes you get with, like, the rainbow oh, frosting. Oh,
0: dude, that shit's gross. Yeah, like, the really
1: nasty crap.
0: It's the same reason I don't like sheet cake. Is because the icing is just horrible on
1: it. The cake itself is okay, but the icing is normally like, oh, this is gonna cause me to have five cavities in the next ten minutes.
0: You know what I think it is with that stuff—the texture of it. I think they put bubbles into it to make it fluffy. To make it fluffy, but also so that they have to use less because it looks bigger. Oh, so uh, right. Maybe I, they, I put. I think they put bubbles into it. So, cause, But that
1: doesn't. That that's not a good excuse for. The shit taste, because we are specifically talking about taste.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, if the bubbles cause, like, maybe it's like nitrous oxide or something like that, then that might cause an aftertaste.
1: It tastes like crap, so I don't know. Yeah. Whatever they're doing, <laughs> it's not—it's not it. That's <laughs> pretty much the shit stuff. It's <laughs> <That's laughs> not where it needs to be. It
0: sucks either way. Um, so we uh, so we're definitely uh just kind of hanging out. We this year we decided that we kind of didn't want to bother too much with um. Celebrating any holidays or anything like that. we got a lot going on in our personal lives. And uh, we're getting ready for a move. We're actually going to be moving uh, in the next few months. So that's fun. Mm-hmm. So we're uh, more focused actually on packing stuff than putting stuff up. Up, You know what I mean? So if you were to come over to Casa de Pope e Devil Milk. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Know, Spanish is on point. Then what you would find is pretty pretty normal looking place now tatiana you um, you've been uh, you've been hanging out today having a good time mmm now tell me here's what I want to know what is the first thing that comes to your head like right now what is the sentence that came to your head
1: cupcakes uh, butter tastes good not with the crap icing it, <laughs> it's I'm sorry. <laughs> I have, like, two thoughts today, like, going in my head at any given time, just because, like, everything's in slow motion.
0: Right, right, right. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, welcome to Macab Bakery, <laughs>
1: where we talk about icing techniques. You want to talk about bakeries and talking about um, getting toasty with certain substances. Um, I really hope that there's, like, a genuine line of cooks, because I've been starting to see it more, where you're infusing, um, you know, weed into different food, but, like, baking with it. So, like, seeing infused butter is becoming a more common thing, that kind of thing.
0: Right. That is definitely something that we're seeing a lot of out there. Um, as things become more legal, mm-hmm. you know, so you can kind of cook with it. I don't know, man. Like, when it comes to, like, when it comes to weed, like... I have a few friends, um, one or two of which might be associated with Macabre Masters, but plausible deniability. Uh, and then, uh, of course, Tatiana. I um, I have a few friends that are like kind of into that stuff, but I just can't do it, man. Do you, you remember that time, like, the guy, he recommended some edibles to me, and he told me to eat two, and I ate half of one?
1: I'm sorry, but that dude was really fucking stupid, because if you go to someone and you're like, hey... I've never really done this before. I need a recommendation. You don't tell them to take, like, your normal dose if you yourself smoke, like, a lot every single day. That's just a bad time. That's, like, bad form. Straight up. It's fa- not good.
0: I found out from that guy later that he was, like, a daily smoker. So, like, uh... Go
1: to the point where, like, it wasn't even affecting him anymore. Right. So, that's, like, an alcoholic telling someone who's never had alcohol before, yeah, yeah, So just a whole bottle, it's fine, Go it's drink a
0: whole bottle of Golden Grain, yeah. <laughs> no. But what ended up happening was, uh, I, I, I didn't trust him. So, I did half of one when he said two. And, uh, they were pretty big, too, you know, they oh, were about quarter yeah. size, maybe a little bigger.
1: Those are the ones that I got sick off of, too.
0: Yeah, because they tasted horrible. They're the hometown heroes ones. They tasted terrible.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, nothing against hometown heroes. I appreciate their mission as a veteran myself. But it was
1: also live rosin, so it tasted straight like weed. Like, there was no masking that.
0: Yeah, it kind of, like, burned your chest, too. Kind of like taking a puff. Like, it just burned your chest. It's weird. But I spent the whole night, like...
1: It I felt like crap.
0: I timed the whole thing, right? So I have my watch on, and I timed the entire experience. I spent two hours on the couch convulsing like honestly like and like i was having a seizure and then i spent another three hours uh and then i spent an hour hallucinating uh, i hallucinated that i was a rainbow puddle i hallucinated that i was um that time the space-time continuum was being distorted and, and you're then, like
1: finding the truth of all truths out
0: right 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 like you're on <laughs> the
1: edge on the edge of it and as soon as you're about to grab it You start to come down off the high and you're like, (laughs) (laughs) no, I was so close.
0: It's true, man. Tatiana, she, she, oh my God, guys. (laughs) And then to wrap up that previous thing, I spent two hours laughing and being a stupid derp with Tatiana. It was fun. So the last two hours were great. It's how people describe the experience. It's the first three hours that were a problem. And then it kind of went down from there. But edibles take forever to come down from. So mostly I they just really
1: up sleeping. They really do. They take a lot.
0: But um, so fucking Tatiana is uh where she's, she's done some edibles. And she is just kind of hanging out, being quiet and to herself. Now, you should know that that is already a weird situation. Tatiana is incredibly outgoing at home. Uh, If you run into her at a con or something like that, she's a little bit more quiet. But we are married, so naturally she...
1: I'm just really shy around strangers.
0: Yeah, so... Exactly. And so naturally she kind of is a little more open with me. And uh, so we're just kind of hanging out, minding our own business. And Tatiana looks me dead in the eye. She's like, hey, hey, hey! And I'm like, what? She's like, I can see a million different timelines in a million different universes all happening at the same time. And I'm like
1: oh you hi hi
0: I'm like oh (laughs) Oh, (laughs) alright this just got interesting Um, and uh, it's funny because the rest of her night wasn't really that great Um, I think she might have ended up um, yakking but
1: oh is that the one with there was a night where I was it is possible to overdose on weed it's just it's not the same as overdosing on other things it's it's where you get like entirely too high and what happens is you start throwing up and you can't stop like you just keep dry heaving and going and going and going even if there is nothing just for whatever reason because you're just so freaking out of it is that the night you're talking about
0: i think so yes
1: yeah that was i i don't i don't get nearly that high anymore because of that fact it was actually kind of scary
0: yeah, it was definitely scary for me. I was sober. Um, and uh, I know, I know, Tatiana, I know you might think that I'm a little bit, like, lame because, no. like, I stay sober. but
1: No, everyone has their own, you know, if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. It's not for everyone. Not everyone likes to get drunk, so why would everyone like to get high?
0: Right. I mean, it is nice every once in a while just to cut loose and party. That's actually why I got the edible in the first place is because my day job had been stressing me out real bad. And so her and some other friends of mine, they're all like, we'll take an edible. Now, normally I don't do weed products or anything like it. And the reason is because it's illegal. But here in Minnesota, it is legal.
1: Uh, and well, some variations, there's a loophole. And so some of the strains were able to get legalized within reason. Right. Like you can't have 100 milligrams in one edible. It has to be regulated.
0: Also, interestingly, even though these edibles are super fucking ultra strong, weed as a plant... Is still highly illegal.
1: Yeah, which is strange. And it's not just weed. There's actually some um, mushrooms you can get as well in edible form here.
0: Right. We had a friend who did that, although she reported that it wasn't that big a deal. Um, but then again, I don't know how much mushroom she does in her normal life, so that might play into it as well. Mm-hmm. But um. anyway, so, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, uh, I, I know that... I had a freaky night. It's just not my thing. It's not something I'm really into. The only time I think I've ever, like, smoked weed or did, like, weed products and really enjoyed myself the whole time is if I am severely cross You know what I mean? So I'm, like, drunk. And so that takes my mind off of it. And then I'm kind of just, like, loopy. But you remember that one night, you know, um, with the, with a dude down the street. And, like, I was just completely out of it when we went to that person's house. Oh,
1: it was weird. That was a weird night though.
0: It always is. It always is when you're looking for stuff that maybe you can't buy in stores, right? It's
1: Yeah.
0: D- dingy houses, people playing video games, no names exchanged. It's like it's very strange. It's very odd. Um and uh but you know what? It's weird because like uh I have friends who uh you know they hung around meth heads and if you go to a meth head's house it's the same exact concept. Yeah. Uh, No, I'm not saying weed and meth are a corollary. They're obviously incredibly different. But I will say that in the culture, there are corollaries that I've seen just from my own experiences. Um, But it does, it seems like a stereotype. You've Mm -hmm. got the dingy house. you've You've got the guy playing video games. You don't get to know each other at all and don't really talk. And generally speaking, you have at least one teenage girl running around. But I don't know. Let's talk about something else. Uh, so, you know, we're here. Here uh, we are super. At Macabre Masters in general, we're super open all that stuff. We believe an adult should be able to determine whatever they do with their bodies. And that's completely fine. With that said, do you have any cool thoughts on life and what it means to live given to you by your your altered state of being right now.
1: It's funny when you said that, um, I looked up and there's a, the plaque right there that says there is so much to be thankful for. Um, it's been up since Thanksgiving. I actually think it is a Thanksgiving. It is. Like decoration. But like a
0: fall decoration. Yeah,
1: but it's kind of nice to have up year round because I think it's good to be thankful year round, not just the one time of year. To then immediately go and buy everything on Black Friday. Let's be thankful for like an hour and then screw that. Screw what I have. I want new shiny things.
0: I actually feel that way about a few holidays. Like um, Valentine's Day is one that always really annoyed me because it's um it's like it's like legally enforceable romance, right? Or legally enforceable depression. Right, if you're single and you want to be in a relationship.
1: Yeah, it's it's really not for everyone. A lot of times the holidays are a really hard time of year.
0: Right. I know for me, they always were when I was
1: single. And I was actually thinking about that this morning because um, we're not, not that we're not celebrating, it's just we have so much going on, it kind of fell to the wayside. Um, there's a lot of pressure for people to, like, Show off their decorations, show off their family photos, their get-togethers, their I'm so thankful for all my family, name drop every living relative in their family posts on Facebook. And not everyone has that kind of energy, time, money, I mean.
0: That's true. That's 100% true. If any of y'all are looking to get name dropped on my Facebook, good fucking luck, because I never log in. (laughs) Um, He, (laughs) He
1: logs in for the memes.
0: I don't even log in for the memes. It's mostly just people arguing on Facebook. Although, don't get me wrong, sometimes I, I enjoy getting into an argument just as much as the next guy. It's just, it kind of stresses me out after a while. I really hate it when you're arguing with somebody and they say, well, that's just your opinion. Moving on. And it's like, no, that's historical fact. And they're like, yeah, your opinion.
1: But it's Those like, are two different things, sir.
0: It's like, I don't know. See, so guys... If you want to know one of, like, if there is, if Pope had commandments, there the first commandment is that stupidity is forgivable, but willful ignorance is not. And I can't stand willful ignorance. And the moment anybody says to me, I know all I need to know about this subject, then I know all I need to know about them, which is that they're a dumbass.
1: Well, because you can't. Fully learn any particular subject. There's always going to be one piece of information that you don't know. You can know 99.99% facts about goldfish. But then one goldfish did something extraordinary in a pond across the country that there's no way you would ever know. Right. Right? So it's like there's no way for everyone to know everything. There just isn't. Everything's always changing.
0: It's actually really interesting to think about because even stuff that we consider mundane... And everyday stuff is actually, there's a science behind it. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, I'll give you an example, actually. Um, Our bedroom, we have a double pane window. Mm -hmm. And uh, one day it was really cold in there, even though the window was down. And I didn't understand why. And the reason was because the second pane wasn't down. So
1: oh, there's only the single one that was down versus the two.
0: And so cold was getting through, yep.
1: Yeah, y'all, because we live in Minnesota. We have double paned windows to really, really keep the cold out. If you do not have that, your house starts to get cold really fast.
0: It does. And um, and it occurred to me that there is a science behind windows and how they work. And then you think a lot like bulletproof glass, you think about really thick glass that you use, the glass saws in on an aquarium. How, I think it's like six inches thick. Yeah. Uh, not 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 like aquarium like we have for Spartacus, but like. Or think has
1: to be bigger than that, like a professional aquarium.
0: Right, well, like the one that in the that they have the well shark going around in, right?
1: Well, yeah, because if they were swimming at a full force, it would have to still be able to contain them.
0: Right, and not shatter and kill whoever's in that aquarium.
1: It reminds me of um. There was a video, of. I think it was an aquarium in Japan or somewhere. It wasn't in the U.S. And there was a full-size tuna, like an adult tuna. You know they're huge.
0: They're massive. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, someone had taken a picture of the aquarium, and it stunned the tuna, and it freaked it out, so it swam full force into the glass and died.
0: Oh, so it's, it didn't get through the glass, though. So. No.
1: No, but that's what I'm saying. Like, if something like that were to happen, it would have to not be... Because you're talking about killing everything in that aquarium, and then all the people right. below the aquarium, too. So, not just the pressure of the water, but also the actual things in the aquarium.
0: Flash photography was very effective. Tuna used flail. And it's, Tuna is confused. And it's confusion.
1: Man, Tuna, Tuna used freaking skull bash. <laughs> That, no, that's Pokemon. a move.
0: Let's talk about Pokemon. That's a move. Uh, I bet it is. So, guys, one thing uh, that you might find interesting, actually, about my lovely wife is that she is a Pokemon master. Okay? She, like, okay, look, look her Bible, if she had a Bible, it would be the lyrics from the Pokemon uh, CD they came out <laughs> with in the 2000s. To be a master. Okay, she,
1: I, I don't know if it's quite that, that intense, but... I do like it.
0: So she's um, she's a massive Pokemon fan. And it's really funny, too, because when we first started dating, I would challenge her to, like, Pokemon battles and stuff like that. Um, we would both get the same game, like Sun and Moon or X and Y. And uh, she nearly always dominated me. And just because she knows a lot about it and uh, is very good at it. And so uh, it's been an interesting journey as a Pokemon fan because I'm a fan, too. I like it, too. But it's been an interesting journey uh, this year, in the year of 2022, 20,
1: because it's... Kind of gone downhill? A little bit, yeah. yeah. I mean,
0: we, we got Legends Arceus, which is a which was a good game. I watched her play it. I didn't play it myself.
1: That was a really good one. It, it, it was nice because they changed up the formula, just like it completely refreshed it, and then they went back to it and frickin' Ruby and Scarlet. The normal um, formula.
0: Scarlet and Violet.
1: Yeah, what'd I
0: say? You said Ruby and Scarlet. Damn.
1: Yeah, you went Damn. you went
0: back. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah,
1: no. No.
0: Yeah, no, it's not it's um but she actually skipped out on Scarlet and Violet. She hasn't played it. Um, which I think is for the best personally. Um but I mean I don't know, it's a, it's a hard subject because like To be fair to the Pokemon company and to be fair to all those guys, when you get a Pokemon game, you know exactly what to expect. You're going to be a wide-eyed, bushy-tailed 10-year-old trainer and you're going to go catch all these Pokemon. You're going to battle a bunch of people to be a master, right? You're going to do all that and then it's going to be over. And um, so it's interesting because there's a lot of pressure on them to adopt more modern-day RPG elements. Stuff you see in Breath of the Wild or The Witcher or whatever else, Monster Hunter, uh, but you the- still
1: can and still refresh the formula. The fact that when a lot of the um, Pokemon like are baggling, they're literally just standing in place, just like the same idle animation, right? And it's like, come on, y'all! Like you can't have them pacing back and forth like they're a wild animal about to attack another wild animal. I mean, like if you had. a a wolf or something and it saw a deer and there was like an invisible boundary line that they can't cross. They're going to be pacing back and forth, trying to look at openings. Right. To like attack them. Not like,
0: it's a, you know,
1: whatever that is.
0: In the new games, I saw footage and what really brought it across to me was there's like a dog Pokemon and he's kind of positioned like the Sphinx, right?
1: Sphinx.
0: Um, anyway, (laughs)
1: like, like,
0: like, yeah, kind of like, like, kinda like his paws like that. Bufa does it too, right? Like, the, the, the kind of just sitting and chilling.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, that kind of thing. So he goes it's to like, attack. It's
1: like relaxed, though.
0: He goes to attack, and he just lifts up in the air with his legs still in that sitting position, and then bashes the other Pokemon and goes back. Like, his legs didn't even fold out. They just...
1: Oh, like, the entire model just, like, pivoted. Just pi- it pivoted, pivoted in one place. It's,
0: it's like if you yeah. took a Monopoly
1: piece piece
0: and just yeah. just bashed it up against another one. Yeah. And that's ridiculous. Yeah. What the fucking fuck?
1: Yeah, I always think of, um, in Sword and Shield, whenever, um, it was one of the legendaries, it was rotating in place. And, like, it was the walk animation. But then the entire model, while walking, just, like, rotated rotated in place. (laughs) I'm like, what?
0: That's what they do, right? So it's like they have tank controls, right? Yeah,
1: or, like, (laughs) a cut scene. A cut scene, like, if they do anything outside of their normal animation, they cut away, and then it's, like, a piece of dialogue. Right. Versus them animating them actually doing something. That's what kills me. Because they uh, do that in Scarlet and Violet, too. uh,
0: Sword and Shell, the one that really pissed me off was... When it's like, oh it that Pokemon's the gonna attack the wall. Yeah, or
1: something. And
0: it's like <laughs> You're looking at like Leon or something. Yeah. And it's like, why am I not watching this Pokemon destroy this wall?
1: Or like there's something super crazy happening. I'll take care of it. Yeah, you right. Just, That's what Leon did. You yeah. just go on to the next town. I hate that crap. It's
0: so fucking
1: like, awkward. I wanna I wanna be involved. That's the whole point, right? Right. I don't, I don't give a crap about a gem battle right now. I wanna see a freaking giant Godzilla motherfucker attacking a building, you know?
0: Yeah, hell yeah! I want to see a fucking Whelmer like flopping around and shit. That just sounds cool to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a or a Well Lord, better yet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I don't know, man. That's just cheap. I advise that what everybody does is uh, the next Pokemon game that they're thinking about buying. Instead, go get the very best Pokemon game that's been released in the last five years, and Arceus. that is uh Monster Hunter Stories 2. Oh
1: yeah. That, well, that is a good one, but that one also has its own um not graphical issues, but like it a definitely lot of the has speeds, frame rate issues. Yeah, yeah, they drop.
0: I can live with that. Like But I, that I also came
1: out like a couple years ago or like a year ago, something. Re- not as recent as Scarlet and Violet just did. And plus Scarlet and Violet have a much bigger budget.
0: We were actually playing um I was playing Oblivion, the Bethesda game, the other day, and um, I was uh, I was joking because the jo- the draw distance in Oblivion is like five feet. Uh, the reason being because it was eventually it was originally running on Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty Tech, right? So it's obviously got to be limited. And uh, I was like, "Hey, Tatiana, look, it's Pokemon Scarlet and Violet," and she pointed out that despite the draw distances, Oblivion runs at a much more stable frame rate and much better in general than Pokemon does, and it's a much more complex game. So, uh, that is true, but, you know, I don't know, it's weird. You know, when you have these gaming conversations, you always wish Zachary Gospoddy I was here, you know what I mean? I know.
1: What
0: what up, Zach? If you listen to this, which you probably maybe will, I don't know. What up, Richard? Richard actually, Richard listens to Macabre Masters.
1: Macabre Masters.
0: He does. He's kind of a fangirl, honestly. I love it. I love it when people worship me.
1: I'm sure like, you do. It's like, yes,
0: give me all the love. Beth's kids apparently think I'm super cool because they listen to this podcast. Little do they know, I'm not cool. <laughs> I'm a dork.
1: But but that's that's the fun part about being an adult and just kind of doing whatever.
0: Right? Just do whatever you want to do. Record a podcast. Everybody should go report, record. Do you remember what was uh, the show where uh, it was Inside Job?
1: Mm -hmm. Where they were
0: trying to distract the guy. And they are like, hey, look, I'm a white guy trying to record a podcast. And her boyfriend's like, oh, my God, I can't resist the call. Oh, no. (laughs) Shit killed me.
1: They fucking called you out.
0: They did. They called you out. They did. I felt attacked. (laughs) Um, I actually got on the podcast train a little bit early, not recording. I didn't have the courage to record. But listening to them, like, one of the big early ones was Kevin Smith. He was... Always like, hey, guys, you should all do a podcast and stuff like that. Uh, He actually kind of built an empire on podcasts, this podcast thing. And now he does them live in like convention centers and stuff. And people pay tickets to get in and he makes money off of it.
1: It's like a live radio show.
0: Right, exactly. And he does it with Jason Mewes um, and with other people. But he was kind of one of the early ones. And I was listening to that as far back as California probably. You know what i mean but um i didn't get on the train myself until a little bit later but that's because uh, anchor.fm hadn't been exi- hadn't been made yet and so a lot of it was a lot more complicated than it is today um i don't know but what podcast do you like do you like any podcasts
1: tatiana i don't really listen to podcasts much i normally listen to music
0: mm. well so you kind of do but it's just a little different what tatiana really likes and i do too by extension is a lot of YouTubers.
1: Oh, yeah, that's true. So
0: you got like Arlo and RGT. Um, 85. 85 mm-hmm. and uh, guys like that. I like dudes like Noah Cal- uh, Caldwell-Gervais and um, Joseph Anderson and the Salt Factory. And so we got like this whole YouTube playlist of just like these people just talk and talk and talk and talk and never shut up. And, I mean, that's essentially a podcast, you know? That's true. Of course, I'll tell you the ultimate podcast, everybody who's out there looking for a new podcast as we go into the new year is just look up Stephen Fry. And if there's a podcast with his name on it, listen to it because he's fucking awesome. Now, um, Tatiana, I think we've probably talked about enough. Uh, I think we've probably used enough time. And I know that you're probably wanting to go get a nice snack and relax. So uh, he knows
1: me so well.
0: (laughs) So with that said, before we get out of here, let me ask. Do you have any shout-outs that you want to give?
1: Uh, to my cat, Bufa. He's an asshole, but he's my asshole. My asshole cat.
0: Well spoken.
1: <laughs> he, he likes to... Ow! I just stubbed my toe. He likes to chew on our feet at night. So...
0: That's something you know now. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I would like to give a shout-out, actually, to uh, my wonderful co-host... Uh, Beth, and original Nick, and Zachary Gusbare. Um, I hope you guys are having an absolutely wonderful holiday season. Everybody out there, uh, however you celebrate, if you celebrate, if you don't, I hope you are having a wonderful December 25th. And um, guys, other than that, thanks for listening. Macabre Masters will be back. The reason we've been gone so long is because uh, Nick has, uh, Beth has been going through college, and Nick has been traveling a lot. So, and I actually had the most intense time of year. Uh, fourth quarter for my job is really intense. So nothing was really working out. But next year we're going to be hitting it hard. So look forward to the Macabre Masters to come back and to kick ass and take names. And I got things to say because I just watched Hellraiser 3 and there is a Cenobite that throws CDs that kill you. Okay, that's all I got to say about that right now. But guys, thank you so much for listening. Have an amazing holiday season. Have an amazing new year, and uh, we will see you in 2023. Is three yeah. right? 23, 23. Okay.
1: Time went by so fast he didn't realize we were already in 2022. Uh, well,
0: I'm, uh, I'm old, so like I'm still stuck in 1985.
1: That's right. He's a grandpa with a cane, and he'll beat you with it. That so. is true.
0: I will. I will beat you with my cane, and okay. you'll like it. Cause you're freak, nasty, freak, freak. That's it. We're done. We're we're done. We did our thing.
1: Sphinx!